Welcome to Zikudav Simanim, I'm Rabbi Avram Goldhar, and today we're Masechus Psachim, Daf Vav. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Ravuda says in the name of Rav, Hamotzi chametz bebeis biyantav kofal rav is a kli. If one finds chametz in his house in Yantav, he should cover it with a kli. Rashi points out that chametz cannot simply be removed as a smoksa. He explains that the reason for covering the chametz is so that it will not accidentally be eaten. Rabba qualifies review to statement that, Imshal hektishu In a case with a chametz which was discovered belongs to hektish, one does not need to cover it. The reason is, People are accustomed to keep away from hektish throughout the year, so we're not concerned that now one might accidentally eat it. Point number two, Rav Yehuda says in the name of Rav, If one travels away from his home through the sea or the desert, if he leaves his house more than three days before Pesach, he does not have to destroy his chametz. However, If he leaves within 30 days, he must first destroy his chametz. The Gemara asks what the purpose of these 30 days is, which the Rana understands to mean, why did the Rabbanon fix a period of 30 days? The Gemara brings a price that states, We ask and give public discourses on the halachas of Pesach from 30 days before Pesach, where she explains that since one starts learning the halachas, one must be careful with Pesach obligations. Rameshim Gamliel disagrees and says we begin learning halachas two weeks before Pesach. And point number three, Rebuda says in the name of Rav, Habodik Sarak Shiyavato, after one does Bedikas Chametz, he must be Bavato the Chametz. Rashi explains that one must be Bavato the Chametz in his heart and also say the words, Kochamir de Ikabebeza Hadeng Bato. Any leaven that exists in this house should be Bato. The Gemara asks what the point of this is since he already searched for and destroyed all the Chametz. Rav answers, Gezer Shem Yimsa Guska Yafu Daiti Lave. It was instituted to do this because maybe we'll find a nice roll on Pesach and his mind will be on it. Rashi explains this to mean that if he finds a nice piece of bread, he may hesitate for a moment, not wanting to burn it, and that second he'll be over on Bal Yerah, Bal Yamatzit. The Gemara asks, Keep Mashkachas Leg Levatle. When one finds the Chametz, let it be Mavatle then. Why does it need to be done before Pesach? The Gemara answers, Dilma Mashkachas Leg Levatle Isura, that he might only find the Chametz after the time when it's forbidden to get benefit from it, meaning after the chatzos of the 14th. And once it's forbidden to get benefit from the chametz, the chametz is no longer his, and therefore he doesn't have the capability to be mevato it. So once again, the three points are, number one, Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav, If one finds chametz in his house in Yantav, he should cover it with a kli. Rashi points out that the chametz cannot simply be removed as it's moksa. He explains that the reason for covering the chametz is so that it will not accidentally be eaten. Rava qualifies Rav Yudah's statement that in a case where the chametz which was discovered belongs to Hektish, one doesn't need to cover it. The reason is, people are accustomed to keep away from Hektish throughout the year, so we're not concerned that now one might accidentally eat it. Point number two, Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav, If one travels away from his home, through the sea or the desert, if he leaves his house more than 30 days before Pesach, he doesn't have to destroy his chametz. However, if he leaves within 30 days, he must first destroy his chametz. The Gemara asks the source for the obligation of destroying the chametz beginning 30 days beforehand, and the answer is that it comes from the halacha of when we begin learning halachas of Pesach. The Gemara brings a bright that states, We ask and give public discourses on the halachas of Pesach from 30 days before Pesach. Rabban Shimon Megamiel disagrees and says we begin doing this two weeks before Pesach. And point number three, Rav Yudah says in the name of Rav, Habodek Sarak Shiyavato, after one does Bedikas Chametz, he must be Vavato the Chametz. Rashi explains that one must be Vavato the Chametz in his heart, and also say the words, Kol Chamir de Ikebebeisa Hedeng Levato, any leaven that exists in this house should be Bato. The Gemara asks what the point of this is, since he already searched for it and destroyed all the Chametz. 
Rave answers Gezer Shema Yimsa Guska Yafa Vedaita Rave. It was instituted to do this because maybe he'll find a nice roll on Pesach and his mind will be on it. Rashi explains this to mean that if he finds a nice piece of bread, he may hesitate for a moment, not wanting to burn it, and that second he'll be transgressing Bal Yira or Bal Yimatzin. The Gemara asks, Viki Mashkachesle, Vavatle. When one finds the chametz, let him be mavatla then. Why does it need to be done before Pesach? The Gemara answers, Dilma mashkachetz leglavasu isura, that he might only find the chametz after the time when it's forbidden to get benefit from it, meaning after Chatzosa the 14th. And once it's forbidden to get benefit from the chametz, the chametz is no longer his, and therefore he doesn't have the capability to be mavatla. All right, so now we go to our simon for daf vav, and our standard simon for daf vav is a sword, because a vav is sort of long and straight, like a sword. So that's what we use. So here goes. The sword collector practiced covering chametz with his swords before heading out to a shear 30 days before Pesach on how to be mavato chametz. Once again, in slow motion. The sword collector, sword collector, that must be more on daf vav. The sword collector practiced covering chametz with his swords, which reminds the review that says in the name of Rav that if one finds chametz in his house in Yantiv, he should cover it with a kli. As Rashi explains, it cannot simply be removed as it's moksa, and the reason for covering the chametz is so that it will not accidentally be eaten. And Rav qualifies review the statement that in the case where the chametz, which was discovered, belongs to Hagdish, one doesn't need to cover it since people are accustomed to keep away from Hagdish throughout the year, so we're not concerned that now one might accidentally eat it. So the sword collector practiced covering chametz with his swords before heading out to a shear 30 days before Pesach, which reminds us that the Gemara says that the source of destroying chametz if one leaves his home to travel within 30 days of Pesach comes from the halacha that one begins to learn the halachas 30 days before the Chag. Ramesha Megamliel disagrees and says one starts learning the halachas two weeks before the Chag. So the sword collector practiced covering chametz with his swords before heading out to a shear 30 days before Pesach on how to move chametz which reminds us that after the Badika, one must be mavato the chametz because he might come to find a gluska yafa, a nice roll, and for a second not want to burn it, and then he'll be over on bal yira So once again, the sword collector practiced covering chametz with his swords before heading out to Ashir 30 days before Pesach on how to be mavato chametz. All right, now it's time for Porba Bachazara. So the Simfrida base is a bias, is a house. Here goes. The house, house, that must be Rondaf base. The house was filled with people searching for chametz with candles, which reminds us. The opening mission of the Masechta begins, Or la'abas are botkinus of chametz or in there. The night of the 14th of Nisan, we search for the chametz by the light of a candle. Rashi explains that the bidika is done so one does not transgress the prohibitions of bal yira or bal yamatsa. You may not see chametz in your possession, and you may not find chametz in your possession. The Gemara begins by asking, my or, what is the meaning of or? Rav Huda says, nage, it means light, which the Gemara presently understands to mean daytime. And Rav Yudah says, lele, it means night. Rashi explains that according to Rav Huna, one would begin the Bedika when it begins to get light in the morning of the 14th. A candle is used because the sky is mostly dark at that time. The Gemara poses several challenges to each position. So the house is filled with people searching for chametz with candles, as the light of the stars shone brightly, which reminds us the Gemara challenged Rav Huna from the Pasuk, Ha'u kokoch ve'or, praise him all the stars of Or. This apparently means all the stars which appear at night, and therefore we see that Or means night. The Gemara answers the Pesach means Praise them all the stars that give light. The Gemara asks that even the stars that do not give light should praise the Gosh Baruch Hu, and explains that really all the stars do give light. Rather, the Pesach means to teach that the light of the stars is also called Or. This is relevant in regard to if someone made a neder, not to benefit from Or, it would be forbidden to him to benefit from the light of the stars. So the house was filled with the people searching for chametz with candles, as the light of the stars shone brightly over a king that danced joyously outside, which reminds us the more challenge of Yehuda from the Pasuk, 
I had said, only darkness will shadow me, but the night became or around me. Rashi explains that David Amalek thought that he would die in the darkness of his troubles, but then night became day for him and his troubles disappeared. Since or is contrasted with night, it seemingly means day. The Gemara answers that what David Amalek meant was, I had said, only darkness would shadow me in the world to come, which is analogous today. But now, even in this world, which is analogous to night, has become light around me. Rush explains that David expected it would be dark for him in Om Haba because of his sin with Bathsheba. In the end, even Om Hazeb became light for him when it was shown that he was forgiven in front of his detractors when the doors of the base of Migdash would not open until Shlomo Melch mentioned that they should open in the merit of David. Therefore, the meaning of the word or here does not mean day, but rather light. Daf Gimel. So the similar Daf Gimel is camels. So here goes. The camel ride. Camels? That must mean Ron Duff Gimel. The camel ride trip to the Natahar Animal Zoo, which reminds us, after bringing a bright from the Academy of Shmuel, which used the word Lele for night, the Gemara asks where our Tana didn't use the word Lele as well. The Gemara answers, Lishma al Yehudanakat. The Tana used a refined expression. As Rabbi Yishuban Levi taught, Loom al Yotzi Adam Davar Magunamafiv. A person should never emit a coarse expression from his mouth. For we see that the Torah deviated by adding eight letters so as not to express a Davar Maguna. As it says in the Pusik, Mina Behema Tahora, Umina Behema Asher Enena Tahora. From the animals that are Tahor and from the animals that are not Tahor. By writing that are not Tahor rather than just Tame, the Torah demonstrates the importance of refined speech. Rashi explains that the Gemara doesn't mean that the word night is coarse, but rather just as Rabbi Yeshub and Levi says that one should not use a coarse expression, so too, our Tani used the word or, which is a nice way of saying the word night. So the camel ride in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, which reminds us after the Gemara recorded a number of instances in which the Torah avoided using the word Tame, the Gemara asks, And is the word Tame not written in the Torah? The Gemara answers that wherever the coarse expression and its more refined substitute are equal in length, the Torah uses the more refined expression, and wherever the more refined expression is longer, the Torah uses the more concise expression. This is in accordance with that which was said in the name of Rav, and some say the Rav said it in the name of Rabbi Meir, a person should always teach his Talmud in a concise manner. So the Kamarai trip in the Not-Tahor Animal Zoo, with the Rebbe who concisely called them Tame, was a great success, except for the kid who complained the box lunch they gave him, looked like a lizard's tail, which reminds us that Gomorrah brings a number of incidents to demonstrate the importance of using refined language. There were three Kohanim who each received a share of the Lechem upon him. One said he received a portion the size of a bean. The second one said he received a portion the size of a kazai. So the third one said he received a portion the size of a lizard's tail. They investigated the yichas of the third one and found a shemat psul, a psul in his yichas. The Gemara asked how an acting Kohan can be investigated if he's unfit, since Kohanim are checked for disqualifications in the yichas before they serve and offers two reasons. One answer is to say, instead, meaning that he displayed some disqualifying arrogance. Since he disparaged the offerings when he spoke, he's unfit to serve. The second answer is that here his lineage was checked again because he had compromised himself. Rashi explains that the way that he spoke indicated that he had not been checked out properly in the first place, and therefore a new investigation was required. Dafdal, so the symbol of is a door. So here goes. The man from Dun banging on the basin's door. Door, that must be more Duff. Dalad. The man from Dun banged on the base din's door, which reminds us. The Gemara discusses how certain people would talk according to the shaver that they had belonged to. There was one person that any time he had business dealings with someone, he would tell them, Dunudini, 
judge my judgment, meaning let's go to court. And he would only listen to what a judge would have to say. People said that this man certainly comes from the tribe of Dun, of whom it states, Dun will judge his nation like one of the Shvatim of the Jewish people. There was another person who would say, If I was able to build palaces, I would build them by the shore. And he would always praise the shore. People searched into his genealogy and found that he descended from the Shevet of Zvuan, of whom it says, Zvuan will dwell by the seashore. So the man from Dun banging on his base-den's door while his whole family was in their rented home, busy checking for chametz with their candles, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Venivdok Meshis, the search for chametz should be done at the beginning of the sixth hour of the 14th of Nisan, which is right before it becomes forbidden at the beginning of the seventh hour. Why does the search for chametz take place the night of the 14th? The Gemara suggests that it's due to the rule of Zrizim Magdim Lamitzvahs, people have alacrity to do mitzvahs as early as possible. But questions this answer, being that this rule only means that one should do a mitzvah as far back as that morning, but not the night before. The Gemara shows us from the fact that Avramavino left for the Akedah in the morning, but not the night before. Rav Nachman Yitzchak answers that the nighttime is when everyone is home, and it's time that the candle works well for checking for comments. So the man from Dun banging on the base den's door while his whole family was in their rented home busy checking for comments with their candles, wanted to hear what the Dine would say about their landlord, who didn't do a badika, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, Hamaskar Bayasachavir, if one rents out his house for Pesach, Bechesus Baduk, Umatsu Baduk, and there's a Chazaka the landlord had already done badika, and the renter found out that he did not, is this called a mechiktaus? Abai answered that it's not a mechiktaus, and explained that it certainly is not a mechiktaus in a place where people do not hire workers to do bedika, but rather they search for chametz themselves. For it's axiomatic that a person is pleased to fulfill a mitzvah with his body. Rashi explains that even if he had known that the house was not searched, he would nevertheless have rented it. And even if this case happened in an area where people pay workers to check their house for chametz, and therefore the renter will have to pay money, he would still not have backed out. The mitzvah For a person is happy to fill a mitzvah with his possessions. Daf hay. So the sim for daf hay is hay, haystacks. Here goes. The neighborhood kids who stack bundles of hay, hay, that must be run daf hay. The neighborhood kids who stack bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan, which reminds us, the Gemara daf Daladama base asks what the source is that we burn the chametz on the 14th day of Nisan. Abai answers that we find two contradictory psukim. One Pasuk states, Shiva's Yamim Sorli Matsu Bevatechem. For seven days, Levin may not be found in your homes. And another Pasuk states, Ach Beyomerishun Tashbishu Sor Mevatechem. On the first day, you must destroy the Levin in your houses. Abai explains that these psukim are contradictory because if Hamas cannot be in one's house for seven days, so how is one supposed to burn it on the first of the seven days? Rather, says Abai, the word Rishon here is referring to the day before, meaning that the Pasuk saying to burn the Hamas a day before Pesach on the 14th. The Gemara brings another source for this, that Rishon here means the day before, as the base Medish of Rabbi Shmuel have a brisa that states that we find that the 14th day is called Rishon in the Torah, as it says, Barishon Barabbas Aryom Lachodesh, on the first, on the 14th day of the month. A third source is brought from Nachum Bar who says that the word Rishon means the day prior to, not the first day of the Chag. As it says in the Pasuk, Rishon Adam Tavalit, were you born prior to Adam? So the neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy Aesop dolls into the fire. Which reminds us, the basement of Shurvei Shmuel brings a brace that states, B'schar Rishon, The reward the Bnei Yisrael received for keeping three mitzvahs where the word Rishon is mentioned with them in the Torah was that they married three outcomes where the word Rishon is mentioned. The reward for keeping the mitzvah of not doing melacha on Pesach, of which it says Rishon, was that they will eventually destroy the children of Esau, whom it says, Rishon Admoni The reward for refraining from melacha on Sukkot, of which it says Rishon, was that they built the base of Mikdash. As it says, Kise Kavad Marum Rishon Mako Mikdashenu, like the throne of glory exalted from it first, is the place of our sanctuary. 
and the reward for taking the Dalad Minim on Sukkot, of which it says Rishon, is to receive the name of Mashiach, as it states, Rishon Tzion Hina Hinam, the first of Tzion, behold, they are here. So the neighborhood kids who stacked bundles of hay to burn chametz on the 14th day of Nisan were thrilled tossing little red hairy Aesop dolls into the fire, along with oodles of chametz they found in pits, ditches, and caves. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, what the Pasuk of Shiva's Yamim Soru Yimatz Mivatechem for seven days Levin may not be found in your homes is teaching us, once we already know this from the Pasuk of Belo Yerelcha Soor Bechogbulecha, and you may not see Levin in your borders. The Gemara answers, the Gemara says that since it stated that Levin may not be seen to you, we might infer that we could see that of Nachrim or Hektash, or that one could hide Chametz or accept the positives from Nachrim. The Pasuk therefore states, Lo Yimatz, it should not be found. From the Pasuk of Lo Yimatz Mivatechem, you might think, that you cannot keep chametz in your house, as then the chametz will always be with you, but you may keep it in pits, ditches, and caves. Therefore, the words come to teach you that it's forbidden for one to keep chametz anywhere in one's borders. All right, now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Here we go. Number one, which stuff the one that after one does badika, one is required to be mevat to the chametz? That's on daf. Vav. Good. Number two, which stuff the one the Gemara brings three sources for why the bewer is done on the 14th based on the word rishon in the Pasuk? That's on daf. Hey, good. Number three. Which something when the David Amelk felt that his night became light when it was shown to his detractors that he was forgiven? That's on Duff. Bays. Good. Number four. Which something when if one finds chametz on Pesach, he should cover it with a kli, which is not necessary if one finds chametz from Hektish. That's on Duff. Love. Good. Number five. Which something when that is not a mechut house if someone rented a house and the landlord did not do the badika? That's on Duff. Dalad. Good. Number six. Which stuff do you learn that the Pasuk of Bal Yira is coming to teach that one cannot have chametz in pits, ditches, and caves? That's on Duff. Hey. Good. Number seven. Which stuff do you learn that people speak according to the shave that they belong to? That's on Duff. Dalad. Good. Number eight. Which stuff do you learn that the Badika is the night of the 14th because people are home and a candle is effective? That's on Duff. Dalad. Good. Number nine. Which stuff do we learn? The Torah goes out of its way to use a refined expression, even though this means adding letters to the Torah. That's on Duff. Gimel. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we learn? Ben Israel was rewarded for doing three mitzvahs with Rishon in them, and that they merited three outcomes related to the concept of Rishon. That's on Duff. Hey, excellent. All right, that concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.